Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Kashan, have you ever stolen from your employer? What the hell is this? The third degree right off the bat? Yeah. I don't know. Not like seriously. What's the worst thing you've ever stolen from an employer? I don't know. Probably like a probably like a drink from the bar <gasps> that I didn't pay for. Right? I don't know. Damn. They Damn. stole from me. That's true. Multiple times. That's true. I think that we all have stolen from work at one time or another, Uh, whether that be toilet paper, ramekins, crackers, tea, money. This sounds like one one job specifically. Yeah, it is one job specifically. (laughs) Uh, According to a study, 22% of small business owners have had employees steal from them. The average retail employee well, dishonest ones, steal about $1,551.66 from their employer. About, you know, yeah, about an that. estimate. The average embezzlement is 350000 Theft is more common than people think in the workplace. But how much is too much? Should I get fired for stealing pens or should it be swept under the rug? Find out how far is too far on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. I like to imagine like, uh, like I, I, it's in a movie or something, right? Where they steal one small part of a thing they're building until they can build it all at their house. Oh, are you talking about the Johnny Cash song? Sure. <laughs> how about, I, wait, I built it one piece at a time. And it didn't cost me a dime. Yeah, I feel like if you have that kind of dedication, it should be okay. Like if you're staying yeah. like a bolt at a time. All right. He's like, it's a 41, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. That's funny, actually. <laughs> it's a 66. <laughs> he doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. It's funny. He, 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 was a, he was a creative genius. That Johnny Cash. Okay, enough about him. That's not what this episode is about. Welcome back to another episode of White Collars Red Hands. I'm Kishan. And I'm Nina. And this week, we're talking about an employee with some sticky fingers. And it's not because she worked at the maple syrup factory, Kishan. She wasn't tapping trees. Oh, yeah? She was just tapping that ass. What? (laughs) I made that up. I'm about to say that better come into play. You can't just say things like that. You get me excited for the episode. Uh, no, she did not. No, no. I'm there's kidding. no ass tapping in this. I mean, she's been married a couple times, but like, uh, there's no sex scandal. Uh, Sorry. Well, she looks like a real housewife, though. I just she does. I just figured something would be included. She does. Well, she does plenty of other bad things. Um, so the woman we're talking about is Tracy Show. I'm gonna fuck it up. Husona. I thought it said Sona. I don't Hutsona. know. Which by Hutsona. the which by the way, thank you. Uh, this oh is, yeah, this is a fan submitted. This episode. is a fan submitted episode. Thank you, Katie thank H, you, Katie. for submitting this. You've submitted others in the past. You've always been uh, a great Thorough. listener. Katie is one of one of uh, has been along with us for this ride for a long time now. Oh yeah. So thank you so much, and and uh, we can't wait to to share the story with you guys today. Yes. 
Thank you, Katie. Back to um, the show. Yeah. So Tracy Husana was a typical California wife. She was pretty, big boobs, big fake boobs, expensive clothing, fancy cars, you name it. Um, her name is spelled Tra- Tracy with two eyes, So uh, that means double the red flags. Yeah, because that means she chose it. All right. No one, no one. There's on no their way her parents Tracy two eyes. named her Tracy. Your name is Patricia. Okay. Um, but as Kashan already mentioned, she looks like every woman on the Real Housewives. Uh, however, Tracy Shohutsana is not who she would appear. Um, she has apparently always had a life of crime. Her sticky fingers started as a child, and no, it's not from her being a disgusting child. She would often steal from neighborhood kids. She would steal their bikes, their toys. She once stole a neighbor's car when she was underage, and Joy drove it around the parking or around the neighborhood. Joy drove? Uh, yeah, so she's a kleptomaniac? Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Basically. I knew somebody who stole a car when they were underage, and then they wrecked it into a house. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. If there's a time to do it, honestly. Because if you do that when you're like 33... Oh, you're in big trouble. Yeah, your life's just done. You might as well do it when you're 15. That's not... We're not encouraging That's not an endorsement. Now that I'm saying it out loud, don't go do that. No, don't. Right. But I'm just saying, if there was a, there was a time. That's the moment. If there's a moment, that's the moment. He's going to juvie for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, She also had been stealing credit cards and using them illegally ever since she was young. She even stole her grandmother's credit card and wrecked her credit. Um, You're low if you stole your grandma's credit card. My, I will say my one cousin did steal my grandma's wedding ring, but that was to fund her drug habit. And so it's a little bit different, I feel like. Yeah. What the hell was she buying as a child that she's ruining her grandma's um, credit? I don't know. She's like, sorry, ma, I got, sorry, grandma. I got 17 of those, uh, those one leg jump rope things. They bankrupt me. Well, bankrupt you. Your credit limit was like 200 bucks. Well, I ruined she, you. Well, when she stole grandma's credit card, she was a little bit older. She was like 16 to 18 when she. Did oh, that. so she's buying booze. Yeah. Who knows what she clothes. Oh, yeah. All kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, she doesn't really have a relationship with her family at this point. Wonder why. Um, yeah. Her sister was like, yeah, we just had to cut her off. After childhood, Hutsana didn't give up her life a crime. It unfortunately wasn't a phase that she went through, like being a lesbian or being goth. <laughs> being a lesbian is not a phase. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. People be, just being goth should be, though. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Be- I, love, I love goth women. And yeah, no, Big titty goth women. I could, I could take or leave goth men. Sorry. Yeah, men are creepy enough already. You don't need to also be goth. I had... Um, somebody I know on Instagram, we only know each other through Instagram, but he loves goth girls. Like he loves goth girls. So does everybody. We all grew up watching uh Total Drama Island. Okay, we know what show. Never mind okay. for the re- the real ones. You know. All right, I've never heard of that show. Um, but I had a show in Iowa a couple or last year, and this big titty goth girl came up and she hit on me at the bar and I tell you, I messaged him immediately and I was like you won't believe what just happened I got hit on by a big titty goth girl she go that's another good one she go is that From the impossible oh yeah yep. the girl with the green suit yep oh yeah she's hot that's her if she that's her. was a human 
Hell yeah. She's a human, just cartoon. I know, but if she is a human in real life. No, no, no. Redheads and goths. Like, look, look it up. Like, they, they, uh, they programmed us when we were kids. That's why, that's why, every, that's what everyone's taste is now. And that's why I'm single. There's reasons. Yeah. Well, Hudana also claims that she graduated from the University of Tokyo, even though there's no records of her graduating from there. Sounds like George Santos. Um, she did say under oath, though, like after everything came out, that she didn't graduate. Um, these are just lies that she would tell. Um, she also claimed that she had a reoccurring role on the show Weeds, and she even put it on her IMBD page because she was an act. So I'm about to say, why the hell did she have an IMDB page? Because she would act. She was trying yeah, to be a stunt up. double. Yeah. Um, she was trying to be a stunt double. No. Oh, but for who? Teresa Judice? Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. But um I have personally watched every episode of Weeds, and I don't remember her being on that show. And I personally have watched zero episodes of Weeds. You've so. never watched Weeds? No. You watched that weird ass little cartoon and you've never seen Weeds? Total Drama Island? Yeah, I was a child and it was popular. Well, so here are some other crimes that Hutsana has committed. Uh, she used a bad check to buy a car in 1994. In 95, she was arrested for forgery. In 96, she tried to fraudulently get a credit card. She's not very good at finances, that Tracy. Um, it was hard to catch her because she would use multiple names, making it hard to pinpoint all of her crimes. Yeah, Tracy with two eyes. Tracy, Tracy with, with a Y. y. Patricia Ooh. with three eyes. Tracy with three eyes. Pat. Oh, yeah. Patty. Trisha. Trish. Yeah. Endless. How could they find her? How could she get it? Um, but they did catch her, and she got 40 months in jail for those crimes. Now, what was crazy about those crimes was every time she got caught and she would be awaiting prosecution for one crime, she would just go commit another. Um, it seemed like it was truly compulsive for her. She could not stop. I was going to say, she sounds addicted to crime. Is that a thing? Yeah. No, I think that it is. Um, I mean, you see people who are just, oh, I mean, you know, you're serial killers she's like serial con artist okay yeah but it's like this is like crime for crime's sake she's like yeah i just i don't know i'll do anything man i think it's from all that grand theft auto she played as a kid you know yeah that's what it is it's the video games actually it's the video games violent video games it is um no but she definitely has a problem and i mean it continues throughout her entire life up until this point um she did get married to her first husband in the early 2000s, and she and her family settled down. A friend from the, at the time, her name's Lorian Hart, um, noticed that Tracy and her husband were moving about once every three-ish months, which is very frequent. And each time they moved, to their, they moved, their new place was nicer. I hate moving, and even if I could afford this, I wouldn't do it. How much nicer? Like, that's the thing. It's like, if I'm, like, if the niceness level is me going from here to, like, a place that is in-unit laundry, but it's, like, that small of an increment every three months, absolutely not. No. Right? Uh, I, yeah, I hate moving. I live on the third floor. That's part of the reason I just haven't moved out of here. I'm like, nah. I gotta walk down all those steps. That's and too much work. Better walk st- all back up them. Better stay for another five years. <laughs> Great. Yeah, how long have you been here? A long while. Four years. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a long time. Okay. I'm just saying. I used to live on a third floor walk up, but now I don't. Yeah, no. Not recommended. No. 
Um, everything seemed fine. Tracy was really, I mean, and here's the thing. And as we know, with most of these types of criminals or any, well, uh, these type of criminals, they're very personable. People really like them. They're good at making you feel good. They may, you really feel like they're your friend. The con and con man stands yeah. for confidence. Yeah. And that's how Tracy was with all these people. So they were really shocked when search warrants started coming out for her. In 2007, it was discovered that Tracy hired two employees that weren't real. And she would write their checks and take them. And she ended up stealing $160,000 in fake staffing from those two. For what company? Her company. What company did she run? She had a company. What did they do? I actually don't know because I couldn't figure it out, but she had a company. She just created an LLC that doesn't do anything? Yeah. Um, She actually then ended up, they found out she was cheating multiple staffing agencies and cheated them $500,000 in 18 months. While she was on bond, she ended up also committing credit card fraud and identity theft. Tracy, stop. Like, just calm down. Tracy, stop. You don't. Just don't do this, please. She's literally wrecking her own life, which is, um, it's very interesting because I would just have to think that her husband knew something fishy was going on. But what her one friend was saying about all this, she was like, it didn't make sense because she was making such good money at her job. She was pulling in six figures. She didn't need to be stealing all this money. So she truly has a problem. Anyways, she was ended up being sentenced to six years in prison, but was released for good behavior. When she was released, obviously her and her husband were no longer together. Um, she calls her friend, Lorianne Hart, who um, she had lost. So they were friends before she went to prison, but they had kind of lost contact when she got put in prison. Now, she also, I guess it's not that big of a deal to know, but Hart, her and Hart's sons used to be friends. So that's how she knows this woman. Okay. She calls Hart and tells her that she needs a place to stay and that her halfway house is dangerous and she doesn't think that she can continue living there. Hart allows her to move in with her. During this time, she, during this time, Hart, or no, I'm sorry, during this time, Hutsana meets her husband, Daryl. Now, her husband, Daryl, Played for the NFL, and he actually ended up stealing from Reggie Bush at one point. The, he's the one the who really took the hot guy. He's the one who took the Heisman back. Yeah, sure. He's the one that dated Kim Kardashian. Reggie Bush got the Heisman taken away from him because he accepted money. Oh, did he? When he was in college, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That. So he got his Heisman trophy revoked. Oh, damn. Now we both learned something about Reggie Bush. Now we both learned something about <laughs> Reggie Bush. Um, but this couple, the little crime couple made in heaven. So while um, apparently I was I was reconfiguring this and apparently I fucked something up. Okay. So anyways, while she was, after she met Daryl, she's living with the Hart family. And um, Lori Ann Hart believes that Hutsana was trying to take her own home from her. Um, she started, um, being really weird about her husband. It was like, I think you should break up with your husband. I think you should leave him. And Hart was like, no, I'm like happy with my husband. What are you talking about? She's like, no, he's a piece of shit. Like she was really trying to destroy their marriage. And Hart believes that it was because she was trying to take her house from her. Every, and every day she moves everything in the house an inch closer to the door. Uh, <laughs> like two weeks. You're like, what the fuck? Where, what? What? Happened? Oh, are you guys leaving? 
<laughs> oh no, it's okay. I'll, I'll watch the house if you guys are leaving. <laughs> I'll stay here. I'll make sure everything's good. Yeah, don't worry about it. You take your vacation. It's fine. It's like we're not leaving. <laughs> when Hutsana was asked to leave, she didn't want to and she wouldn't so it made a she became a squatter and it was kind of a nightmare um when she finally did move out Hart obviously cut ties with her but she did have to mend the parts of her life that hutsana tried to break like her relationship with her husband after this hutsana and her yeah after this hutsana and her husband daryl they started a youtube channel slash show called homeless millionaires uh, i feel like i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna like this I don't know where it's going, but I feel like I don't, I'm not going to like it. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, it follows Hutana and her husband and shows their extravagant lifestyle. Now, they run a concierge company called Elite Lux Life. Her clients have access to the best cars, private jets, sold out concerts, etc. What the hell is a concierge company? So basically, like they plan shit for you is what i was understanding it almost reminded me you know what it reminded me of kind of um it reminded me of billy mcfarland when he would uh, sell yeah. like that credit card and stuff yeah and it got you to like exclusive parties yes and stuff like that yes it's, it's all we're not selling just a credit card we're selling a lifestyle like yes that that's thing. that's exactly what she was selling Stupid. She, they were selling a lifestyle but they themselves could not afford that like they just call up everything and make the reservations basically and that's, that's it. what i understood yeah okay yeah it's weird rich people they need a way to get rid of their money i guess yeah. i don't know However, this isn't enough for Hutsana, and she decides that she needs to pick up another job. So, I'm going to switch gears here for a second. In 2015, there's a woman named Jumana Kid. Jumana? Yeah. I thought it said Jumama. God damn it. Wouldn't that have been funny? Wouldn't it have been funny if it was Jumama? It could have been funny. No, it's not, though. Um, Jumana Kid moves to Calabasas after her divorce from an NBA her NBA star husband. Kid was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2014/2015 and realized that she needed an assistant. A friend of Kid's suggested Tracy Hutsana. Kid knew that Hutsana was too qualified for the position but doesn't see a reason to not hire her. Too qualified and has a long list of charges. Well, Perfect setup. Kid had no idea on Huts about Hutsana's criminal past because she didn't do a background check. Uh, well, I mean, she's a lot's going on for her right now, I guess. A lot's going on for her. Um, kind of the way, though, that this all she kind of maneuvered around the background check was Hutsana told Kid that she could hire her concierge service and that way she could just hire the company instead of making her an employee. So instead of being an employee of kids, kid would just use their service. Oh, that's kind of the same thing. It's basically but the okay. same thing. But for by just hiring her company, um, Hutsana wouldn't have to give her her social security number or anything like that. And kid's financial team saw no issues with this. So she went ahead and hired her, but just hired her company. Um. Kid was paying Hutsana a couple thousand dollars a month to do this. Um, it said it's in pretty the, good for part-time work. Yeah, and then it said in the end she was paying her about... I saw one place that she was paying her about $80,000 a year at the end. 
But that's pretty good. That's that like was, four, that's almost yeah. four grand a month. Yeah. Um, Hutsana does a great job and kids, Jumana kids, that's way more kids than four grand a month. love her. They love her. Um, her children claimed that she was their second mom, and Kid said herself that she was always, that Hutsana was almost like her husband in a way that she cared for her children and cared about their family and cared for the home. I also was wondering if they were fucking each other. Her and the husband? No, Kid and Hutsana. Kid's single. Oh. That's why she hired the that's why she hired the assistant. Oh. Because her and her husband got divorced. I don't think they were fucking. I don't think they were either. It was just like a little fun part of the story I wanted to make up. Yeah? You put throwing fan fiction into this episode? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So, Tracy came home and her brow was fur. <laughs> Disgusting. Jamana, I told you not to wash the dishes after you get radiation. Now you got to take off your shirt. It's covered in soapy water. <laughs> oh my God, those are beautiful breasts. Good thing. I think it's a good idea you didn't get a double mastectomy like they suggested. This is going to just sad, dude. This is this isn't fun. This isn't fun at all. I don't want cancer patient. <laughs> fucking cancer fucking patient fan fiction. Porn? I don't want that. God, Pornhub's getting really weird these days. Uh, you know there's probably, like, uh, chemo the, porn. I thought the stepmom thing was the weirdest. This is way worse. Stepmom is not the weirdest by far. Oh, I don't need to know. They have Grinch porn. I don't need to know, I said. Insanity. Insanity. Um... There were lots of boundary issues in this relationship. Hutsana was really trying to be friends with Kid, even though Kid wasn't really comfortable with them actually being friends. Um, there was one time that, like, so Hutsana and Daryl got engaged, and she was having her bachelorette party in Vegas, and she told Kid, she was like, I really, really want you to be there. And Kid was like, I don't really want to go. That's weird. It's weird. <laughs> But then she ended up, she was like, you know what? I'll just go for one night. And so she went and like they all went out clubbing and like she felt bad because Tracy was footing the bill and she was like, you shouldn't have to pay for your own bachelorette party. And so. Oh, trust me. She probably wasn't. Um, <laughs> just the way with these episodes go. Yeah. Don't worry. She's probably not. Yeah. And um, like that was just one example of like boundaries being crossed where like you Probably shouldn't have your boss at your bachelorette party. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a boss that I'd be like, yeah, I want you out partying with um, me. I've had a couple, but they were at the restaurant. So, like, that's really different. A manager, would you invite an owner out? No. That's your boss boss. No. Yeah. No. No. I've never known the owners well enough. You ask your principal out with you now? I did go to a holiday party with my principal, but I wouldn't invite her out. Exactly. And she was like, tell me about your, tell me when you're having your comedy shows. And I was like, no. no. <laughs> it's like when people ask me about like, sometimes they're like, oh, what podcast do you have? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Sometimes it gets kind of, I get, to, I, I don't, it gets to an, I don't know area. Well, I just say way too much horrible shit on this podcast that I can't have people I work with know that I say. You had a cancer patient porn bit like. 60 seconds ago like yeah it's like sometimes i'm like i don't know man i just i really can't tell you about this <laughs> yeah 
I don't want you listening. Sorry. You guys can listen, though. You can listen. You're obviously here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. In 2018, Kids Financial Advisor was telling her that she was spending way too much money. And she was like, I don't know why you keep telling me I'm spending too much money because I'm not spending too much money. Like, I'm not spending that much money. I'm not spending that much more than before. She was like, at that time, the only thing that had really changed for them financially that she felt like she was spending more money on money on was that her family had gotten a dog. But she was like, that's not so significant that my financial advisor should be like giving me shit all the time. It's like a couple hundred dollars. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Her advisor mentioned a Chase credit card and kid was confused because she didn't have a Chase credit card. Kid told Hootsana about the financial advisor issues without knowing what Hootsana was doing. So she was like, my, she's like, my financial advisor's on my ass. Like, I don't know what he keeps telling me. I'm spending all this money. I'm not spending all this money. Like, I'm so confused, blah, 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 blah. Well, Tracy Hootsana started feeling guilty and she confessed that she opened the credit card in Kid's name and spent over $300,000. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. She has a $300,000 credit limit? Apparently. Okay. Kid was obviously shocked, and Hutsana told her it was because she was trying to keep up appearances for her business, and that was why she was spending all this money. Kid forgives her and gives Hutsana a second chance. That's the wrong choice. I was going to say it. Yeah. That's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to, like, hit her. (laughs) Oh my god! Something. I don't even know what I would do. I police. I'm calling the. I'm like. I've got. I gotta tell the police. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna foot a three hundred thousand dollar bill for you. No. And you've already been to prison, so like you're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. Um. I think the reason. I don't know. I. I really don't know why she forgave her. Other than, like, these people are just so manipulative. But even still. Maybe she's still emotional with everything. Probably. Well, and she was her crutch. Like, she was her crutch through all of that really, that super hard time. Yeah, Um, I'm sure she had a sob story, right? So, who knows? Yeah. Um. So there was a contract that was made that said that Hutsana would pay back the money that she stole. And she made good on it. Um, she, she opened up another credit card under literally, her and paid off that credit card with the, with the other credit card. Yes. Um, Hutsana continues working for Kid and is paying her back like she promised. What's funny is when I used to babysit and nanny, I would feel guilty for eating too much of the family's food. I literally had nothing to worry about. This woman opened a credit card in her name and spent $300,000. Yeah. I do I'm that. fine. I do that too. I house it. I'm like, I want this thing, but it's not opened yet. So I can't. Oh, yeah. You ha- can't, can't do anything it. unopened. I can't have it. Yeah. It was always dangerous when I would babysit because they'd be like, have anything, like anything you want to eat. Go ahead. And I'm like, you don't understand. I have binging tendencies. As I get older, I don't care anymore. I just go like, they said, and then I'll just do it. Oh, yeah. Now I would. <laughs> okay. Because if I said it at my house, what am I going to do? Get upset? I'll probably talk shit when I get home, but I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, they really opened that ice cream? And then... And I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Cool. It's $5 ice cream. Okay. Actually, what I would probably do is eat all the ice cream and then replace it so they would never know. With what? More ice cream. Oh, thank God. What do you, what do you mean? 
mean? I don't know. I thought you were going to put something, you know, in the tub to make it seem like it was still there. I don't know. I thought, I don't know. You know what was, okay, this is really fucked up. So when I was in college, I definitely like had an eating problem and I would binge a lot. And so then sometimes like I would know my roommate like would notice if I, it was my food. It was my food. But like one time I ate a whole entire bag of dill pickle chips in one sitting. And so I was so embarrassed that I wrapped the dill pickle chips back up and put them back on top of the refrigerator. So she didn't know that I would eat them. <laughs> and I ate them all. I'm sure that she was not paying that much of it, that much of attention. Probably not. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. I would finish something and be embarrassed about how quick I ate it. And then I would put it back. She was like, I got an econ final tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> that girl did not study. Okay, well. No. Um, so even though all of this happened, kids still didn't do a background check. Just she Google her at this point, dude. She what Google the her, fuck? She didn't do anything. She doesn't do a background check. Then the whole reason that this ended up coming to light a little bit more was that Jamana Kid had a therapy session where she was talking to her therapist and she was like, yeah, my assistant stole $300,000 from me, but like no big deal. She's paying me back. And the therapist is like, nah, dude, that's a big deal. Like that's actually a really big deal. And you need to like do something about that, which is very unlike a therapist, I would think. Therapy works. But therapy can work. And she's like, no, you need to do something about that. So Jumana Kid... Um, she ends up contacting her financial advisor and her financial advisor is like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why didn't you tell me about this before? Cause it was a while from when she had found out to when she had told the financial advisor. I mean, she didn't even tell her financial advisor uh-uh. dog. And so, um, she finds out that Hutsana schemed her again and she actually opened many accounts under her name. Hutsana forged a power of attorney on all of the accounts. So it made it look like, so kid had no idea that these accounts even existed because it was like, yeah, she controls these accounts for me when really she didn't even know she had them. Kid was suspicious of something going on when she had applied for an apartment for her daughter when her daughter went to college and they were denied. She was like, why would I get denied? for a college apartment. Like that doesn't even make sense. Upon checking her credit score, she realized it was 400. Oh Jesus. 400. That's uh that's not good. It's, if you don't know anything about credit scores, that I didn't know they could go that low. I think they can go lower. What? Actually, yeah. Uh, oh my. That's pretty bad though. Yeah, that's no, that's no offense really if you're listening bad. to this and you got like a you're rocking a 350 right now. That's but not that's good. Pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Most apartments will not let you rent the apartment unless it's 650 or higher. At least in the city of Chicago. Yeah, I think it is a little bit more lax other places, but yes. Yeah, in Chicago it's 650 or higher. I applied for some apartments that were like it needs to be 700 or higher and I was like you're not going to get this rented, but okay. I mean, I got that good credit score, but I'm about to say, I was like, well, some of us, you know, some of us <laughs> have a decent credit score. Mm. Um, but here's the thing: you don't think somebody's gonna find out that their credit score has gotten absolutely tanked? She probably didn't care. She was getting a, a fuck ton of money. Doesn't. Um, kid never received any fraud alerts from her credit card companies or anything like that because Hutsana had gone into her email and had put alerts on keywords in emails to move them to the trash. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's smarter than I would give her credit for. 
Yeah. So when I was I mean, learning all of this, I was like, I wouldn't have thought of that. Uh, you could do that. I didn't think about that. So then through all of this, all this investigating, Kid actually finds out that Hutsana had wrecked her children's f- college funds as well. She had college funds set up for her kids that like only had money going in them. Money did not come out of these funds and they were gone. Kid starts her own investigation and she prints out all of the text between her and Hutsana, all of Hutsana's social medias, etc. And she like put them up on the wall to figure out a timeline and all this shit. Oh my and God. It literally looked like that scene in Always Sunny where he's like, Ugh. that's what she looked like. He's got, she's got strings, everything all over the place. Yeah. Connecting just like yeah. fucking Ronald McDonald's on there for some reason. Yes. We're like, Hootsana would also make sure that she was purchasing the same things that Kid would purchase to make it look less noticeable. So she signed up for the same health insurance. She started shopping at the same grocery stores, getting her nails done at the same places, so that when she would go back and look at the credit card statements, especially the like one that was really linked to all of her stuff, Kid would be like, I don't know if I went to the store that day four months ago. I don't know if I can't remember if I... You know. Damn, okay. Okay, Tracy. Super sneaky. Tricky. Yeah. So you remember that YouTube channel show that Hutsana and her husband had? Uh Homeless Millionaires, yes. I think is what it was called. Homeless Millionaires. Yeah. That ended up biting them in the ass because when investigators were lining up timelines of kids' bank statements of charges that were made in certain cities. They were seeing on the show Hutsana traveling to those same cities and spending money on lavish stores, restaurants, etc. So, like, they were like, oh, look, this is in Miami. Oh, look, here she is in Miami. This, this is why you can't be a criminal with a with a vlog, dude. I know. <laughs> like, Vlogging it, your crime. It's bad for you. Um, Hutsana ended up stealing about a million dollars from Kid. Jesus. Um. Remember that bachelorette party in Las Vegas that we were talking about? I fucking knew it. Yep. I knew it. Yep. Hootsana financed her bachelorette party on kids' dime. <laughs> I feel so bad. You have to pick up this whole bill yourself. And she probably just fucking is like, oh, yeah. Ooh, so bad. Ugh. Yeah. And kid was even. Okay. So for that bachelorette party, like in the morning, kid bought everybody breakfast because she was like, oh, I feel bad that like I'm not paying for anything here. I'll buy breakfast. And then like she was like, oh, I won't sleep in a bed. I'll sleep on the couch. Oh, my God. Things like that. She She paid for the entire thing, the whole entire thing. And another adventure that Hutsana did was she opened a restaurant in San Diego called Breakfast Bitch, which Kid paid for. And the entire time she was working for Kid, she was like, oh, we have this great investment opportunity. We're going to open this restaurant. We've got some really interested investors. And Kid was like, when she found out at the end of it, she was like, I was the investor. I had no idea. Yeah, the sole I was the investor that was so interested in funding this restaurant. Was the restaurant even successful? Yes. They actually opened a second location in Phoenix. Oh, I hope that kid gets to keep it. She's like, yeah, no, that's my restaurant now. Well, and the idea for Breakfast Bitch wasn't even original because it was a ripoff of a Miami restaurant called Bacon Bitch. And the menus were word for word the same. Oh, you can't even be a, you can't, come on, change the names, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. 
change the name of the items. You can rip it off. Like, don't get me wrong. Whatever. Like, well, I don't restaurants care. kind of rip each other off all the time. But don't just steal the word for word the menu. Come on. Because, like, let's be real. Everybody has kind of the same spin on each cocktail. Everybody has the same Cobb salad. Everybody's got a burger. You know, like, restaurant menus, you know, aren't necessarily always the most original. Also, is it just like the name of the item and the word bitch afterwards, though? It's just like omelet bitch. Here, let's look. Eggs bitch. Here, let's look. <laughs> Benedict bitch. Benedict bitch. Give me a mimosa bitch, please. It's a burrito bitch. Basic pancakes. Build your own omelet. Hold on, let's see what else. Oh, uh, they don't even have like. Southern bitch. Bitch LT. I'm, I was close. Skyline bacon and eggs. Mardi Gras. Bitchin' biscuit on a biscuit. I was close. It is just you know bit, some of this stuff. Of bougie bitch, chilaquiles. Oh, great! <laughs> Simple bitch, party bitch. That is a pancake that looks like it has sprinkles on it. Ooh, cinnamon roll pancakes. Those look good. So let, let's just say the menu is bitch in a blanket. <laughs> All right, that was me this morning. Oh my god! So the menu is uninspired. We'll say that unin. Inspired. Ooh, Mexican candy shot. That looks good. Bacardi, mango, chili, watermelon. Don't give her any more money, so- Niner. Sorry. Calm down. Come on. Okay, okay, sorry. Um now Breakfast Bitch is still open in Phoenix. Um I will say that also Bacon Bitch tried to sue Breakfast Bitch, but they Breakfast Bitch ended up winning. Oh well. Over a technicality. Which was too bad. Um, so when investigators are like collecting all this information, it is actually private investigators that Kid and her financial advisor hired. Oh. So they so they collected all of this data. Um, so they were collecting all this data with private investigators because the financial advisor was like, I don't want to take this to the regular police, I want to take this straight to the DA. And so um in October twenty nineteen, the case was presented to the DA. They take the case, but then COVID hit. Yeah. But in 2021, Hutsana was arrested in Phoenix, Arizona for wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. Aggravated identity theft? Where you steal someone's identity, but angry? Angrily. <laughs> okay. Aggressively. All right. I will say it was aggressive. It was definitely aggressive. Are you going to tell us? Or why no. is it aggressive? What do you mean, how is it aggressive? She opened counts in that lady's name and said that I'm a... This is for these charges. I thought yeah, there was something yeah, separate. Yeah. She has so many charges. I'm like, is this just something new? No, 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 Something no. new from Hutsana. No, this is the same thing. But what's really crazy is, like, on her social media, this is so, like, shitty of her. So, like, she's got her breakfast bitch stuff, and they're in Arizona, and she's, like, posting stuff. There's this one clip of her in the pool, and she's like work hard and this can all be yours if you just work hard and you're a hard worker uh fuck off you stole everything you have like if she worked as hard at her actual shit and as as hard as she did at stealing her boss's money and covering it up she probably would still be that successful she had an actual job yeah just go there are so many legitimate ways to steal people's money that's what I that's what I never got for these people. It's like just go be a business person. Right. And people will you can basically like there's a fine line between what is legal and what is not legal. Yeah. Yes. Her husband was not included on the indictment, but you know he knew what was going on. Like he was in on it. You can't convince me that he wasn't. 
He was out there uh, still stealing from Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, when she was originally arrested, she pled not guilty. But in July of 2022, she ended up taking the plea and um, was sentenced to 51 months in prison and three years of supervised release, which is about four years. I'm about to say, that's less than her last sentence. And this is that's her true. third time getting sentenced. They should go up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, actually, the prosecution was not even asking for four years. And the judge gave her four years because she was uh, like, you deserve this. I'm about to say, I was like, yeah, looking at the facts of the case, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, no, I think, I honestly think she deserves a little bit more, but that's just me. Four years really isn't that long. She has been ordered to pay back $1.1 million in restitution and will report to prison on April 13th of this year. In an interview that I watched with Hutsana, she claims that she has changed and that she is ready for prison and wants to make the most out of the situation. Um, she says she's looked into programs and has tried to start signing up for them, um, basically to like help her figure out why she is the way she is and stuff like that, um, and how she can overcome her com- impulses. Um, criminals Anonymous. Criminals Anonymous. Hi, my name's Tracy. Hi, Tracy. And I'm addicted to being a piece of shit. <laughs> um. She said that while she's in prison, she wants to empower women. I don't even know what that means. All right, man. I don't know what that means. Sure. I don't know if that means like she's making the strap-ons or what's going on. Empower women. Maybe she'll be like orange is the new black and then um, like run a panty, dirty panty ring. I've never seen the show. Oh. So I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. They do this thing where they start selling their dirty panties while in prison. Wouldn't work in a man's prison. I've tried. When did you put you in prison? I wasn't, but uh, oh, you tried to buy them. They'll sell them to you. Oh God! But I'm no sure. one, but no one buys them off you. They're hard to flip, man. It's it's like a it's like a house in Detroit. <laughs> you know, it's hard to flip. Can't do it. Mm. You know. And so now I look at me. Now I got a fucking dresser full of of used, used uh, prisoner underwear, and I just I can't. You know, I can't uh, move it. Hot. It's dead inventory. Hot. Um, she plans on keeping. Breakfast bitch open as long as she can. All right. I hope no one goes there. Yeah. She is appealing the sentence because the judge, like I said, gave her a longer sentence than the prosecution wanted. She does claim that things were sensationalized. I personally really don't believe that given the facts, but okay. Um, She also is like, I'm just not as bad of a person as the media is painting me to be. And it's like, no, you did a lot of really shitty stuff and it was very calculated and this wasn't like a, oh no, this got out of control. Like it wasn't because we've talked about this before where sometimes we don't necessarily think these criminals mean to do what they're doing yeah, it's until just like, it snowballs. It's just rolling downhill. Yeah, you yeah. can't stop it. Gains momentum. But she's done this before. She like... You had to know what you were doing to do this. You don't accidentally open credit cards in people's names. You don't forge powers of attorneys on accident. Like, these things are very calculated. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, and it's not like you were doing this to feed your children, right? You were fucking... You were doing this so you could... Have to, a bachelor yeah, you party go to in Vegas, Vegas and make a really shitty restaurant. Like it's it's not the same. No, no. She said she's looking forward to figuring out why she did what she did. Um, she's like, I didn't target anyone. Although many people may disagree with that statement, it's like, no, you, well, you, you targeted one person she specifically. Targeted Jumana Kid. That's exactly 
who you targeted. And uh, I'll quote her last sentence that she said in the interview. I'll be back, bitches, hopefully stronger than ever. Because now you're stronger than yesterday. I don't know if that's just because she's going to be doing a lot of push-ups in prison or... uh, I hope they don't let her out early. That's what I hope. That is what I'm also hoping. I really hope that she is like serves a hundred percent of that sentence. I hope she does not get out a minute sooner. I feel like say that every week and I'm going to keep fucking saying it. I hope every, every time I hope they stay there for for the full time. Someone, at least a couple of people got to do it. I am a little bit hopeful given the fact that she was only given about four years. If they had given her 25, I'd be like, she's not going to be in there for 25 years. But the fact that she was only given four, I think she might. Maybe she'll do four. I don't know. We'll update you. We will. If and when she gets out. Well, in the words of lyricist and poet Cardi B, I know a bad bitch when I see one. Unfortunately, Tracy Snow Hutsana was just a bitch. Hutsana played everyone that she ever knew, including her own family, to gain the lifestyle that she wanted. No one was safe. However, you can only steal a million dollars for so long before you get caught. Tracy Hutsana got what she deserved, and may she spend every minute of that pre- of that sentence in prison. And not the sentence you just said, because that was like 15, 15 seconds, like her sentence, four yes, years. The entire four years in prison. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to follow it for more, you can follow us on facebook.com slash white collars, red hands. You can follow us on Twitter for at white collars pod. You can follow us on Instagram at white collars underscore red hands. You can follow us on TikTok at white collars, red hands. We are also on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You can watch our episodes. You can see our beautiful faces on your screen. Um, I did just get my eyebrows done. So tell me how good they look. Um, I did not. You wouldn't notice. Anyways, what else? Oh, um, if you want another way to support us, we love to get reviews. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We love a five-star review, but an honest review also works. And the best way to spread word about our podcast is by telling a friend, and it would be super helpful if you would do that. If somebody's like, oh, I'm traveling and I need a podcast to listen to. I'm bored. I need a podcast to listen to. Tell them about White Collars Red Hands. I fell down a well, and I have no entertainment. Play this podcast for them on a Bluetooth speaker. If you're torturing people in a prison, just we've got a lot of episodes. We've got 13 seasons with 10 episodes each. We've got some bonus episodes. Go ahead and play them for your kidnapped victim. Yeah. Um, And and if they know anyone who's buying prisoners underwear, please send us an email. At whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. You can also email us if you have a uh, idea for a show that we should do, a topic we should cover. Email us there. Or if you personally want mildly stained prison issue boxers, please. What stains? That's for you to find out. Secret. And you can do that by going to our merch tab. And it'll take you to T Public where you can buy Kashan's used underwear and also a hoodie with It's not mine, it's prisoners. Uh-huh. But I am selling them. Okay. And uh with our logo on it. <laughs> and then uh I think that's it. I think so. I hope so. You you distracted me. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you next week on another episode of White Collars. Red, Red Hands. Hands.